0: Hi, I'm Eileen Farnude and welcome to the first episode of our podcast. Today, I'll be interviewing Dr. Marcus Fleury, a professor at Washington State University who's done research regarding the effects of biodegradable plastic on soil health. All right, so thank you so much for joining me today. Could you briefly describe what your research is in this field and what biodegradable plastics are?
1: Yeah, certainly. Yeah, thank you for having me on your podcast. So we are doing research mainly on biodegradable plastics in agriculture. So agriculture is a big user of plastics, particularly for mulches, plastic mulches that are frequently used for vegetable production. So most of the vegetables we eat or strawberries, for instance, raspberries, they are all grown with plastic mulches on the ground. And these plastic mulches usually are made out of polyethylene, so they have to be removed after harvest and then cannot be recycled because they usually are contaminated with soil so the idea is to replace those plastics with biodegradable plastics biodegradable plastics are plastics that uh, can be metabolized by microorganisms to water and co2 so if you put them into the soil for instance or into a compost pile then the microorganisms in the soil and the compost will eat up the plastic and Convert it basically to water and CO2. And so it will be biodegradable and there will be no residue left uh, in the environment. So we do research on looking at how those plastics perform uh, in the field in economic situations and also how they degrade in compost and in soil.
0: have you found that these biodegradable plastics have been really effective in fully decomposing? Or do you think that there are some other issues with um, like microplastics being created, et cetera?
1: So biodegradable plastics, they are usually tested before they get released mm-hmm. into the marketplace. So they are tests, usually these are standard tests that have been approved by societies uh, or by regulatory agencies. So these tests usually will verify that most of the carbon that is in that plastic, because most plastic is usually made out of carbon combined with other <coughs> uh, atoms, but mostly, mostly it's carbon. So they test whether that carbon indeed is converted to CO2. And these tests are fairly rigorous, so most of that carbon will go into CO2 in the lab so when, when you make that test. Whether that happens in the field is still an unknown question because the conditions are different, you know, from soil to soil, from Mm -hmm. climate to climate. Compost and soil are different as well. So, we still do research on seeing how they transform and particularly how long it takes because we know from the lab tests that these bilateral plastics indeed will decompose under standard conditions. So, there is, we call this an inherent degradation of the plastic. So it has the capability to degrade. How well it does do that in the field, that is uh, a question that, that is uh, what we are researching. Mm-hmm.
0: And based off of your research so far, have you seen any general trends as to how like, soil health has been affected by, affected by plastic mulches, or has it been very variant based off of the different types of soils that you've been dealing with?
1: Yeah, so that's a a different question with the the soil health. You know, when the plastic is applied or disposed to the soil, so the first thing that will happen is that the plastic will start to degrade. In case of the biodegradable plastic, it will also degrade into smaller fragments first, and then ultimately it will completely degrade. Uh, A standard plastic, like polyethylene or polystyrene or polypropylene, they will also degrade, but they will not convert to CO2, so what happens there is they form micro and then nanoplastics. So that's the first thing, right? But the question then is whether this, these <coughs> micro nanoplastics will also cause negative impacts on the soil. Mm-hmm. So that's something that, that is likely to happen for conventional plastics, because they will stay there forever, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is evidence that indeed these micro nanoplastics have negative impact on soil health, for instance, on soil organisms, on plant development. For biodegradable plastics, we don't know that, and so far we have not found any evidence that this this would be the case from the research we have been doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Research is fairly recent, and you know, also these things uh, need, need a little bit more time to really know whether there will be negative impacts because oftentimes terrestrial ecosystems are slower in responding than an aquatic ecosystem in terms of impacts, negative impacts on the ecosystem.
0: Mm-hmm. And if we do have these um, so-called biodegradable plastics that don't fully degrade, what would be some of the consequences of this on the environment?
1: The consequence would be that we would accumulate plastics. Uh, so there have been in the marketplace in the past plastics that have been advertised as biodegradable but have not been really biodegradable because they just decomposed in smaller fragments we call mm-hmm. this the oxo bio- biodegradable plastics and that has caused a lot of confusion because people thought well it's um, that they said it's a biodegradable plastic but then it actually just fragments in smaller and smaller pieces so it actually falls apart, right? So you can maybe think it's biodegradable, but it has not been really biodegraded, it's just fragmented. So these are called the oxo plastics. Mm -hmm. And that has caused a lot of confusion. The real biodegradable plastics should indeed decompose into CO2 and water. So there should be no plastic fragments left, except for the materials that is added to the plastic. So there is not only plastic in the plastic, so there is also other materials, for instance like calcium carbonate is often added into plastics, uh, dyes are added to plastics. Mm-hmm. So these, these type of materials, they will probably not degrade and they will get released. The question then is how, how is the impact of those residues that, that come out of the plastics? And that's something we are also looking at and researching.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know like a lot of research is underway and there's still a lot of, questions which um, researchers have about the impacts of microplastics, but given like what you've done so far and um, what you've learned through your research, do you think that biodegradable plastics would actually be an effective solution to the plastic pollution problem?
1: Yes, I absolutely think so. Yeah. So the it, it's not the silver bullet you know it's not the only solution to the plastic problem mm-hmm. but in my opinion it has to be part of the solution of mm-hmm. the plastic problem i mean yeah, there are many aspects right of the plastic problem so the first thing is you just try to reduce the use of plastic right to refuse <coughs> using plastic minimize the source in the first place then the recycling right if you can recycle it mm-hmm. uh, reuse it if you can reuse the plastic right so these are all things that we can plastic pollution overall. Mm -hmm. Now, you cannot completely eliminate plastic pollution with just those means, because there will always be plastic that is being thrown away, no matter what you do. You know, people always throw plastic out of their cars. You can just look at highways (laughs) and see all the plastic that accumulates there. Mm -hmm. So plastic will always end up in the environment, no matter how well we try to Prevent it. now if that plastic that ends up in the environment is biodegradable <clears throat> then the pollution problem will be smaller because that plastic then will not accumulate it will biodegrade so in my opinion the biodegradable plastic is a, a, a very essential component of the plastic problem and <clears throat> That, that's that's stand for standard things you know for plastic bags for instance grocery plastic bags or other things that, that you need plastic for where you grocery plastic bags you could potentially replace them with cotton right or other materials mm-hmm. but that plastic has has a place in our in our society so that you need plastics for many things <clears throat> and a lot of those plastics can be made biodegradable in not everything right you don't want to have Plastic in a car become biodegradable so that yeah. it degrades <laughs> before the car lifetime is over. But many things can be made of biodegradable plastics and those that can be, they, they should, should be made with biodegradable plastic because then you really can minimize the impact. And yeah. then of course, what we are doing directly is um, looking at plastics in agriculture where you actually intentionally put out the plastic into the soil or on the soil That's on purpose, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But in in this case, biodegradable plastic is is an ideal substitute for a normal plastic, I think. So that would be um, a great substitution and a great application of biodegradable plastic. So in in short, the answer um, to your question is absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think it has to be part of the solution. Not the only one, but it has to be part of it.
0: Yeah, and I think especially as we're starting to move towards um, biodegradable plastics that can fully degrade in soil and also in oceans, then I think, I agree with you, I think there will be, um, potentially we'll be able to make a bigger dent into the plastic pollution problem. Um, One other question I have for you on this topic is, like what would it take for us to adopt biodegradable plastics on a global scale? Like do you think it would be possible for us to make the shift of moving from the current plastics that we're using towards biodegradable plastics instead?
1: Yes, I certainly think so. Yeah, the current problem with the biodegradable plastic is it's too expensive, so it's about, in the US it's about 3 times as, as expensive as a normal plastic. Mm-hmm. So normally a farmer would not buy a biodegradable plastic too expensive and then the second thing is we still don't know exactly about the performance but um current research is improving the technology of making those plastics more and more so that shouldn't be a, a hindrance of using the biodegradable plastics so we know they are performing at least in agriculture already equivalently to to standard polyethylene plastics but the price is an issue you know yeah. so it's just too expensive <clears throat> and and the Price is, of course, expensive because it's more complicated to make it, right? Or you can say um, standard plastic is too cheap to make. But also the standard plastic, when you buy it, you don't pay for the environmental cost that it will generate in the future. Or you could just, as a measure, you could just um, make the normal plastic more expensive. By having a tax on it, for instance, so you could easily do that, right? And then all of a sudden, the biodegradable plastic becomes affordable and competitive in the marketplace. Or, of course, you can do it. What China is proposing to do is just to ban the standard plastic, and, and then there is no question anymore that people have to use biodegradable plastics. right? so, there are there are certainly options that will have to be considered seriously. Some of those bans you probably have heard about, right? So Europe Mm -hmm. is banning certain plastics. Certain states in the U.S. have started to ban certain items, and China is also trying to do that on an even larger scale now. That will be a big boost for biodegradable plastics in the future.
0: Mm -hmm. So you think that we have to go through more of a policy route to implement this?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. Well, I know you've alluded a lot to like many of the current technical difficulties with some biodegradable plastics, not being able to fully degrade and like generating microplastics. Um, So if you were given unlimited resources, let's just say, um, how would you go about making improvements to the current biodegradable plastics? Um, so that they would have less of an impact on soil health or just they would be able to like degrade um, better?
1: Well, uh, at the moment, I mean, we know they are degrading. So the mm-hmm. current plastics are, are pretty good, actually. So mm-hmm. they do degrade in um, <clears throat> in compost and in the soil. So we already have the technology. So we know they are um, degrading in the lab. We just need to do field research to show that it also happens in the field. So I think the the current plastics are, are already fairly good. Mm-hmm. And um, the, I mean, there always can be improvements, of course, in making, in making the plastics better, but I think we, we already have the technology now and, and the plastics available that, that are mm-hmm. environmentally friendly. So I think there the, the research has already shown good the The, it will never be the same in the field and in the soil. We just have to show that it it happens and how long it takes. We just need to make verifications, you know, whether there is uh, no negative impact Mm -hmm. long-term. But I think um, from the research we currently have, it looks very promising that what we have now is already in a very good shape. Mm -hmm. But in terms of, um, I think in terms of the marketing, that's the other thing, you know, that, that, that can be done you know in make, making um, things easier to adopt by people particularly in in farming so you can do that either through policies you can do that through price incentives um, you can do that through uh, outreach make people aware of using that like in organic agriculture that's uh, kind, of, um, kind of trying to make people aware that uh, this is grown with a environmentally friendly plastic, right, for instance, strawberries instead of having Mm -hmm. polyethylene plastic. So these type of things can be done. Uh, And there is still a lot of uh, kind of um, effort going into these type of activities.
0: Mm -hmm. And um, so far, do you think people have been generally receptive to using these biodegradable plastics instead?
1: I think so, yeah. So in t- in terms of agriculture, <clears throat> people are reluctant because of the price, right? Mm-hmm. And some people um, have had bad experiences in the past, because uh, in the past, the biological plastics were not as good as the current ones, so they didn't hold up as well. But that has improved, and I think that um, just needs more, more um, extension work and um help to the farmers so that they they know that these plastics actually work but i think um, with the current environmental movements you know that farmers are more and more receptive to that and willing to use those type of products uh, if they know that they can um, kind of prevent pollution of their soil so i think this this uh, is getting getting better in terms of the use of plastics in other aspects of our lives like plastic bags or plastics for, for food, for instance. I think mm-hmm. there is still a lot of uh, possibility to use biodegradable plastics mm-hmm. that haven't been uh, as, as advanced as, as in agriculture.
0: Mm-hmm. And why do you think that there's been this more of a focus on um, agriculture so far?
1: Oh, that's because um, agriculture is a, a big polluter in terms of uh, plastic in the environment because you directly put them into the soil. And the idea, you know, in, in agriculture is that you indeed put the plastic on purpose into the ground. Mm-hmm. So these plastics are designed actually for that, you know. So you you till the plastic in and so that is done on purpose if you have a plastic bag you don't throw it away on purpose right mm-hmm. um, and you don't or if you have uh, let's say you buy a, you buy vegetable in the supermarket in a plastic and that plastic you don't throw it into the ground right on on purpose so these things are they, there you should you're supposed to put that into the garbage can right and then
0: mm-hmm.
1: it goes into the landfill But again, so if that would be a biodegradable plastic, it still can go into the landfill. Of course, you shouldn't throw it away. Mm -hmm. It should still be correctly disposed of, but at least um, in the landfill, it can degrade. And if it by accident gets thrown away, then that plastic will also degrade. Mm -hmm. So that's why there is probably less effort in in biodegradable plastics for for these type of uh, activities. I know, uh, grocery bags, you know, they, they have been now made with biodegradable materials more and more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But but there are many other applications, you know, well, I, I think that the biodegradable plastic should should be used. I think it should be used everywhere except, except where you really can't use it based on the lifetime of the plastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, biodegradable plastics definitely seem like a very promising solution and based on what you said like the technology has been like getting there to the extent in which like we can actually start implementing this um but aside from biodegradable plastics do you think that there's any other promising areas that people should be working on to tackle the plastic pollution problem just given what you know so far
1: yeah as i said you know there are all these these pillars of the plastic pollution try to um, uh, to prevent the, the generation of plastic in the source, right? Make make more um, non-plastic materials, and then recycle it, uh, reuse it, mm-hmm. and and then and then the biodegradable plastic as as, uh, <clears throat> as as an additional pillar. Mm-hmm. So I think these uh, these are the major things that I can see.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, those are all my questions for today. Um, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day to join us and for giving us such great insight into biodegradable plastics.
1: Mm-hmm. My pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having me.